0: that bad? Am I that bad?
1: No, you're not that bad. No, no, not They're at all.
0: They're both so afraid they just immediately answered, no.
1: No, 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 Danae. You're great. You're great, Danae.
0: You are super great. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by Cinema Sins.
1: Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of Cinema Sins. I'm Aaron Dyson, and I'm joined as always by Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. And Danae Hughes. <laughs> I just like,
2: took a big <laughs> swig and then it was like, "Welcome to
1: um, Wait, we're not the Sin cast. Welcome to BTS. Wow. And Danae Hughes. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Well, I mean, hey, listen. <laughs> the sooner you can break the show, the better. Like, you know, it's you know, just get it out of the way. Make sure people know what to expect from BTS. <laughs> Average penis size. What? <laughs> what?
0: Okay, so that's part of the bingo is something being mentioned that is in the outtakes. That yeah. was actually, nice. that was suggested during the show, right? We have that written down.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I definitely think that's on the bingo okay. card slash drinking game. I think bingo card is the nice. safer way to go at this point with oh my as gosh. many things as we've labeled. Uh, please, no. please don't do the drinking game version of the bingo card.
0: Oh, can we share super fun news right here at the very beginning? Please? Yes, please, please. Danae, share the news. The news is we gonna start doing a live show in front of you every week. Yay! Yay!
1: <laughs> and by you, we mean our amazing Sync Club members. Uh, if you are a member of the Sync Club at the Peeper level or above, um, yeah, we're gonna do this show live on video every Friday morning for you. What's so, so funny? Yeah, Jonathan, what's what's cracking you up was, now? I
2: was I'm not gonna use this one, so I was cause I always forget to look up the holiday. Uh-huh. So yeah. I was doing that real quick while we were talking about this. And apparently uh, April 8th, which is when this will air, is ha- is Dog Farting Awareness Day.
1: Oh, Listen. I don't know that
2: I need a day to be aware. Listen. <laughs> <It's> pretty obvious. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Janae's aware right now that she's got two just going for it. My dogs back her, don't but.
0: have the horrible toots, though, because they eat really expensive dog food. Like ah, like I incredibly see. high in nutrition. I remember being told that by dog trainers way back in the day. If you don't want to smell your dog's farts, put him on good dog food. And and then I had a really big dog and he had really, really big gas. And I and that was one of my main incentives <laughs> for trying it out <laughs> at the
2: very first. Oh no, I you know you are absolutely right because every now and then when you just you can't get to Pet Smart or whatever, you gotta go grab like some like something at Walmart. That's uh, and what you get, it cheats. That's when if, it happens. No offense against Walmart. Anyway, we're going to be actually, doing I don't this. Care if I offend Walmart? Y-
0: you will be able to see this shit show live. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm
2: so sorry. I was listening to everything that was going on.
0: <laughs> um, we
2: we were talking about going live. So
0: we're going to start doing uh, the show every. We record on Fridays at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. Central. So, um, every Friday at 9 a.m., you'll be able to access the link on Patreon. Click it and wait for the show to start and then you'll get to see us do our show and then uh for those of you who can't actually watch as it's live but you want to watch it later you can still see the video on patreon
1: that's correct it will stick around you don't necessarily have to watch it live I will say a couple of caveats to this number one we're waiting till May to start we're gonna get a couple of things in uh, in place and make sure everything's good to go so it'll be you know starting in May the other thing is there will be occasional weeks where we don't go live that will just I'm sure that will happen. I don't want to over promise something here where it's like, no, you said every week that you'll be on video. Like there are holidays. There are different times we have to record at different times. Like, but every Friday that we can, uh, we will go live for our amazing sin club members. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And then we're gonna do
2: uh, we're doing behind the scenes after dark right on after That's hours right. on we basically nights, right? did that
1: for Aaron. our outtakes this week so like, Danae is stripping and like we're talking about <laughs> penis sizes like That's I don't even know what's going true. on uh,
0: we talk about BDSM it's pretty intense <laughs>
1: yeah I think an
2: actual after hours for us to be like Aaron would be like watching like some TV show Wait. on a Friday night or yes right up yes exactly
1: BDSM <laughs> danae you're now redoing the outtake that is how the outtake started was trying to figure out the order of the initials for bdsm sorry
0: but you know you can skip ahead to outtakes now oh hey that's how
1: exciting we are we don't know the we don't even know how the initials go
0: something else you might not know is that if you want to skip ahead to specific sections of the podcast check out the notes in your podcast player yeah. because they give you timestamps. And in a lot of cases, you can click the timestamp and it will actually send you to the place in the podcast, is my understanding.
1: Yes, that so, is correct. Um, now, some of that does depend on your podcast player. There are certain podcast players that don't interpret the the numbers correctly, but most of the main ones, uh, you should just they should be clickable in your podcast notes if you want to go back and forth through some of the topics
0: and you know what while we're talking about cool shit let's just also mention we still have a promo code if you're wanting to use it for our show bts fan that's bts f a n you can use it at our merch store for five dollars off of an item and we are still selling the go live life and do stuff shirt for a little while longer but if you want to have the podcast shirt snag it before i take it out of the store and then it will be replaced with a new quote from either aaron or jonathan and i'm thinking about doing a twitter poll so uh we give all of you guys uh um our twitter stuff at the end of the show uh but you can follow us on twitter and we'll be doing more stuff it'll be on patreon twitter and all that stuff it'll be an aaron quote which could be like fascinating or something or it could be a jonathan quote which could be sure (laughs) Yeah, yep. you
2: know these t- um, these T shirts also, sound amazing. <laughs> on the on the promo code thing, you could type in BMSD.
1: <laughs> probably
2: probably nothing, but it'll make me laugh. Listen, oh, if no. we get
1: those initials uh, wrong one more time, <laughs> I'm just telling you, we're gonna have to be punished, punished severely, and
3: <laughs> it'll you'll
1: have a T shirt that just says No, I'm kidding.
0: Yeah, or, yeah, uh, there you go.
2: It's a me thing. It's a
0: me thing. That is one of the quotes suggested, but we'll, uh, sorry, Aaron, sorry.
1: <laughs> Let's get into the sin scoop. What's he building in
0: there? I've got a I've got a Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. This is a true story.
1: Going to take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. Kicking it off with commercial sins again, uh, the Tide hashtag laundry later. Uh, commercial which i believe was a scott script jeremy writing this one um i don't even think i've ever used tide i think we always use generic uh laundry detergent so i have we, i have no big laundry detergent are, opinions
2: we are a tide family but i think that's just because that's what we've always bought mm-hmm. I, there's There's nothing. But if you want to sponsor us, Ty, I do use you often. Feel free. Feel free. Um, I did not like this string of commercials. I don't remember this one specifically, but I do remember during the Super Bowl that one year, they did like a series of these where somebody said, don't do it during the Super Bowl. And then somebody came on and said, yeah, but after the Super Bowl, you'll be doing it during our show. Don't do it during our show. And it was just, you know, it kind of became like this uh, running joke of that wasn't funny. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then I guess this was an offshoot of that or something. I don't know.
1: We call those running away from the joke uh, is what yes. we call those. Danae, uh, yes. what is, like, do you have like strong laundry detergent opinions? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, then we can just move into the commercial.
0: Uh, uh, I could tell you what Jeremy had to say about the writing process, Yeah, do that. Though. Let's start there. He said, so this is a stupid commercial with a dumb premise. He gets a stain on his shirt, and the girl tells him to clean it, quote, unquote, later. And then he muses on what that might be. How much later is later? Like I said, really fucking dumb. So dumb. I didn't have to do any research (laughs) while sending this. So I'm just going to give you my favorite sin, which is at the end when he's an old man and still hasn't cleaned his shirt or even taken it off. Uh, Look, dude, you may not know when to watch your dirty shirt. Apparently that's your big dilemma here. And some ad executive somewhere is jerking himself off watching this terrible idea come to life in a Super Bowl ad. But You should know when to change a dirty shirt. You have aged 35 years without changing your shirt, dog. How is Schitt's Creek here still even willing to sit next to you? You have to smell like rancid corpses' feet at this point. That's his favorite sin. Nice. I just want to let you know.
2: I I mean... I did jerk off while watching this. I thought that was what we were supposed to do. Wow, we really oh, are very... going
1: with the BTS After Dark theme this
2: week. I feel uh, like we week. need to
0: have some kind of a warning at the beginning of this particular episode. <laughs> I, may,
1: I don't usually mark <laughs> the individual episodes as explicit, off. but yeah. I, I may just have to
0: mark you, this one you as he
1: explicit. He said an
2: executive was jerking off. That is what is called playing <laughs> off of that I and creating my oh, I own agree. joke. Uh, I 100% uh, uh, agree. I didn't know. I mean, you're just a comedy writer, but let me explain this to you.
1: Let's get into the sins of the video, Jonathan. Why don't you kick us off? What's uh, your, some of your favorite stuff in this?
2: Uh, um, setting food on top of the coffee table books. I liked setting that as a party fucking foul. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny. Um, I know why you sleep alone. <laughs> that was a really good one. That felt very Jeremy. Now that I know he wrote this, uh, question no human would ever ask becomes the central focus of this entire commercial, so called joke. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I wrote down.
1: Uh, I also wanted to mention uh, the host of the Super Bowl party left a basket of laundry with a Tide bottle in it on the hallway table, <laughs> like all good party hosts do. Yeah,
2: I would have, by the way, I would have left that house if I had walked in and there was a pile of dirty laundry. It's good to the, know. I will, I will
1: make note of that uh, for when you guys come <laughs> I've already over. heard about your house and you're not cleaning, <laughs> but socks everywhere. everywhere. That's true. It's true. Uh, and then uh, through savvy corporate partnerships, of course, and a devastating underestimation of how much the viewing public cared about the Bud Light Night. Uh, I thought that was really funny, too. Uh, I was like, right. Like, that's the thing we I wanted still to see. don't remember the Bud Light I Night. Don't
0: either. Still don't I don't either. I don't either. Which is why I was a little shocked to read. He didn't have to do any research. Yeah. <laughs> he he yeah, just knew that. I have no
1: idea what that is. Danae, what about you?
0: I wrote down um, the heavy duty ten times sin, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just how it kind of that is got more and more evolved, and then it landed with. And I can write ten times on my dick with a sharpie, but it won't actually make my dick any longer. Well, that's yittig. what I'm saying.
2: That has <laughs> that has to be bullshit. Like, because you see that all the time, and it's just like I don't. What does that even mean? Yeah. Like, I, mean, how, I where is that math Where's equation coming from? Where's the line? <laughs> like, what, what is it 10 times more? Like, what? where is your, like, bottom mm-hmm. that
1: you're going 10 times more than? I don't know. I don't know. It's putting way too much thought into it. Indeed. Let's move on to TV Sins. Danae will be very pleased to know we are back in the office uh, with the injury, which actually is one of my uh, favorite episodes.
2: Here's uh, why I'm
0: very happy.
1: I went back and forth with this one.
2: Here's w- Go ahead, Denae. It's okay.
0: Here's why I'm very happy. I'm very happy because... I didn't have to write on this one,
1: <laughs> or or review it or
2: anything, no, right? I, I didn't don't have think to you were the shadow. It all. Were you?
0: I was like, oh, we did an we did an episode of The Office. How wonderful! <laughs> so did
1: you even not watch it like uh, to prep for the show? Like, yeah, or fuck did
0: that
1: you... show. <laughs> no, she. Are you asking if she watched the video? Yeah, like if she watched the video to prep for the show, or if she was just like, no, I didn't have to take part in part in this one at all.
0: I did watch it on two times speed
1: (laughs) (laughs) that works that works uh yeah i don't don't really
0: understand what's happening in this one so i would like to know that
1: yeah yeah this is uh this is a watser script uh jonathan and i Mm -hmm. writing on this one um and yeah chris shadowing on this one so danae didn't have to worry about watching it uh what did uh what did you what questions did you have danae about the episode I think it's weird you never go with
2: Daikins, by the way. <laughs> I anyway, did the sorry. first time. Well, I went with Dyskins oh, did the first time. Really? Yeah. I missed that one. Dyskins.
1: Yeah, Dyskins. E. Or, that, or I said Daikins, but yeah, Dyskins works mm-hmm. too. Yeah.
0: Tell me tell me about this episode. Tell me what's happening.
1: Well, uh, Michael injures his foot because he has to have bacon cooking in the morning. And so he sets his George Foreman grill in his bedroom so he can throw some bacon on and then go back to sleep. And because he, he wants to wake up to the smell of bacon... Okay. And he accidentally stepped. Doesn't
2: he say like an hour later, too? That yeah. would reek at that point. Right. Like, that would just be like burnt bacon, right? Or I guess he said he sets a
1: timer. He sets a something. timer. I don't remember. Uh, but so, anyways, this morning he accidentally stepped on the George Foreman grill, burned his foot. And of it course, closed when, on when it's Michael Scott, it's of, you know, trauma and the world's worst thing. And, and then uh, he wants somebody to come get him. Nobody wants to go get him, except for, of course, Dwight, who is super excited to go get him. And he uh, gets in a car accident and gets an actual concussion, which nobody really pays <laughs> attention to because Michael <laughs> wants all the attention for his hurt foot. And then he, of course, has a whole meeting about how he's disabled now and you should treat disabled people better. And, you know, brings up somebody. It brings in.
2: in a disabled person mm-hmm. to talk to them yes. about
1: it. I did so. like that scene. So
2: uncomfortable.
0: I did, <laughs> so I did uncomfortable. like that like, You said the meeting was going to be in 20. How did you put all this yeah. together
1: right yeah totally uh I so mean, good yeah for that's you pretty
0: much for the being episode. able to find the sins in a moment <laughs> and not being fully enraged with this with the show good for you <laughs> chris
2: then. was the shadow on this one and i remember chris was talking about that final scene where uh michael's putting his foot in the the ct scan or whatever mm-hmm. and uh Chris was talking about how, how that just made him really uncomfortable. Like, and I'm like, yeah, that's the show, man. It's just like it is. It's yeah, it's awful to watch. It, it's stuff you would never think about. This one, this one was funnier than
1: most of the ones we've we've uh, we've covered. Yeah, yeah, I, I like this episode. Um, I like in general. I think. Do I like The Office more than you do, Jonathan? I forget if you're like... Oh,
2: yeah. Well, you've seen it. You've seen like every episode. Yeah, totally. I've, I've seen like maybe 20 or 30. Yeah. I know I, I I like it okay. I just, I'm like kind of in between you two. Like right. it does make me super uncomfortable sometimes to where I don't find it funny. But there definitely have been good episodes. Yeah. Uh, that I've seen. And I love the actors. I love the cast. That's it. That's it for me. It's the yeah. cast. Oh, no. I was just going to say the one thing about this episode I did enjoy was that this was one where you actually, uh, they make Dwight more sympathetic Mm -hmm. and you actually feel for him, uh which is typically not you know they usually don't go that route and you get like those really nice moments between helm and um jenna fisher and you know so yeah anyways
1: yeah uh danae you get to start us off uh with the sins since you didn't write on this one
2: i
0: wrote wrote one uh, that i enjoyed which was whomever did the research on the characters allowed on the computer. That was Aaron. <laughs> My I God. assume
1: that's uh keeping tabs. But I did. It's I'm... it was the only thing I researched. So I do have it uh in My keeping God. tabs. But uh... what
0: a treat that was a hundred percent. I was like Yeah. It's one of those sins where it keeps going, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Get it. <laughs>
1: And that's
2: one of those where I read it. And I'm like, I hope you're right. Because if you get flack, if you get, I'm not researching
1: that. And if you get flack for it, that's on you. I <laughs> tried, right. to, th- I tried <laughs> to think, uh, we'll just skip my, my keeping tabs when we get there. But I, I tried to think through it as much as I could. Like, you know, because I, I made sure that they really were Windows machines. Like you could tell on the wide shot, they were not Apple computers. And then I'm thinking, well, mm-hmm. you know, um, And honestly, I could have done the Apple version. You can do more characters. I researched all of this, by the way. You can do more characters in an Apple folder than a Windows folder, but it still wouldn't have been enough that was on there. The other part of it is that you can type more than you can actually do. So if I was going to get flack, it was going to be for the fact that he he could have typed that many. It just wouldn't have accepted it when he hit enter. But and so I tried to word the the sin so that it made sense that he you know like it wasn't something he would do because he would know that um, kind of thing. But of course he has a concussion, so that's that's the whole point of that scene. So I there were there were ways (laughs) there were ways for people to like you know say that sin was off base, and that is why I ended it with and with. What I figured out was that I just wasted so many, you know, hours of my life on this, as opposed to anything declarative about it being wrong, which is a, which is a trick we use a lot, where it's like, you know, you can come at me for the sin, except for I didn't really make the sin; I made a joke at the end, you know, that that kind of thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah,
2: I um, I wanted to um. Uh, the asshole in me when I see something like that, which I know Aaron like, was really proud of that set. I wanted to be like, Yeah, I'm just not feeling this.
1: One. Can we cut this one? I'm just not feeling the hours of research you put into this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that happens, man. That, that I does really happen sometimes. I, I wish it would have been a joke if I had said
2: that. It would have totally been a joke. Well, I mean, Danae did that whole thing with the four hours she spent on The Simpsons, like that
1: one scene yeah. on The Simpsons. Yeah. And Thanks, for like, that up that. Thanks for bringing that it back up again. Thanks for bringing that back up again. It was a legitimate
0: sin. And now that I've written one for The Grinch, which worked so beautifully, I yeah. know it could have worked for The Simpsons. Damn mm-hmm. it. <laughs>
1: Although I have I to say, I do not want to relitigate this I because say, I want to be friends with you forever. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought that up. All of a sudden, Danae's going to leave the show forever. I want to be friends go. forever, Danae. Let's not talk about this I do, again. I do
0: have to say, though, that <laughs> like, I'm not that bad. Am I that bad?
1: No, you're not that bad. No, no not They're at all. They're both
0: so afraid, they just immediately answered, No.
1: No, 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 <laughs>
0: Danae. You're great.
1: You're great, Danae.
0: You are super great. <laughs> I really do wish Danae that Danae you- <laughs> is
2: so good at her job. She is the best. Good job, Jonathan. We love Danae. Good cookie.
0: Good job. <laughs> um I do love the idea. Like we do we do have to cut some sometimes that we do a lot of research on or really have a different opinion oh, yeah. on and I I think that's the one of the ways that I can let it go therapeutically is knowing that I can talk about it here. Yeah. So it does yeah. help but I really do wish you would have trolled him a little bit, Jonathan. That would have been funny. (laughs) But that's actually the only one that I wrote down, so. Okay,
1: fair enough. Uh, I guess I can go next. Uh, Let's see. The uh, Ryan who was supposed to be dead and then the the sin is Saving Private Ryan haters. uh, Liked that Mm -hmm. one. Uh, If he's doing a crossword puzzle, he's probably learning quite a bit. I'm sure he's learned the dog from the Thin Man is named Asta, user female sheep, and that the tree people from the Hobbit Wars are known as Ents, or is it Hobbit (laughs) Trek? I really liked that one because it's such a specific crossword person, you know, kind of sin. And uh, I just I really dug all the specifics that there.
2: also shows that i do like the easy crosswords by the way that i don't try to do like <laughs> new is, york times that's right that's a fair point not a lot of asta in the new york Times. <laughs> right I don't think.
1: uh and then i wanted to bring up the uh speaking of three the documentary crew brought three full camera rigs and crew to oh the hospital God. i had that one down i, I had that one down. this that's is crazy. becoming my favorite thing to sin about these mockumentaries is just the the absolute craziness of the crew that these documentaries must have they've got still got a doc crew at the office during the same time they've got three different cameras to pick up the three different angles here i just love thinking about that stuff and how how ridiculous it is that they would finance you know that much on this uh this paper company documentary um so i wanted to mention that one as well uh what about you jonathan um,
2: I had that one. Also the, the, you send them for the shotgun moment, like where it was like, they, they were like later on, they were like, tell us about when you said, shotgun. <laughs> right.
1: I think Chris wrote that one, but yeah, that was, that was, he the, might have, that was yeah. another one of those observational ones where it was like, um, you know, how does this actually work? And I love thinking about that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. I also liked, uh, the, we did the watching, I had a couple on there. I had, uh, we, Aaron went with watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy all in one sitting, and then I think you added some stuff to it. I actually, my other thing was just watching the Lord of the Rings trilogy, <laughs> but I knew Aaron probably wouldn't say that. So I've got lines, <laughs> man. I've this. got lines. He, he had no problem joking around about Hobbit track. That's right. But, uh, that's right. But um, but then there was a lot of comments about that. they like, uh, the comments, by the way, the YouTube comments on this office episode were actually quite nice. They were, but there they was were a really lot of nice. people. Yeah, there are a lot of people saying stuff like, "I watched Lord of the Rings in one sitting; it was fine." Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you love it. Uh, the real sin here is the control bacon has over us. Was the other one? I had. Oh, and then the the eating string cheese. Um, I probably do eat string cheese like that. I, I'm definitely just I bite into I it. I do wow. too. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I just
0: bite it.
1: I, I I have no. I don't get a thrill out of pulling it. So it's not so. It's the same thrill. If you're going to call it a thrill, it's the same thrill I get out of like. Um, sucking on candy, right? Like, where it's, like, not gone right away, and so you get to, like, yeah. savor it more, or that kind of thing. Like, I don't bite in... Like, even, like, Snickers bars. Like, I'll bite off a piece of Snickers bar, and then then I'll, like, suck the chocolate off, and then taste yeah. the caramel. I have no patience. And then that kind of stuff, so... um I chew ice cream. That's right. That's right. We've talked about this. That's right. I
2: have no patience. We could. That could be a T-shirt. I chew ice cream. <laughs> so it's be, the uh...
1: same thing with string cheese. It's like if I can, I try to get the smallest strings possible, and then I get to enjoy the taste for like that, you know, microscopic part of the string cheese, and it just lasts for a long time. So you know, because I'm such like a taste person, like I, it just it makes sense for me to savor it. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Eminemolingus. That's all I
1: had. No, 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 Danae. That was last week. I just but want yes. to make sure
0: we stay on this but theme yes. of extremely <laughs> R rated today.
1: <laughs> she said what did you she say? She said canonymalingus. Oh.
0: That's what I was trying to say. I didn't say that exactly, but that's what I was trying to say. You no, know, I
1: think you just said eminemingus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> eminemingus, I think is what I said, which is like meningitis or something.
1: Uh, all right, let's move on to Parks and Rec. Uh, we did another Parks and Rec episode, Sister City. Um, this was a use script. Uh, Danae and J- uh, Jonathan writing on this one. Um, mm-hmm. What did you think? What would you think of this episode? Like, uh, I can't remember if either of you watched the show or if you are just watched the yeah. ones we seen.
2: I've seen every episode. Okay. No, I'm a huge fan of this show. Yeah. This is not one of my favorite episodes, though, and I was kind of surprised to find... Uh, not that I really hate it, but it, I don't know. I just don't... I, I was surprised to find out this was such a fan favorite. It uh, really is
1: a fan favorite, and I agree. Yeah. I've watched every episode as well, and this is not one that would necessarily stick out to me either. Yeah. So, Yeah.
2: And um I mean I don't really I, I don't know what it is. I um it's interesting because Danae wrote the sin about um uh making fun of uh uh like sex work and mm-hmm. you know, assuming women are there for your pleasure, that kind of thing. Which I which I which I, was, which I totally I mean, I that's awful and I mean obviously I wanted to leave the scene in, but I but the thing is I read that scene differently and I actually thought they were just making fun of foreigners, like saying foreigners are stupid, uh which is also problematic. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> There was just some stuff in this episode that was a little more like like Leslie was a little like I don't know it still felt like they were trying to find their groove because this show did take a minute yeah to really lock on and this was second season um and so this was still just kind of I think a bit of a misstep Mm -hmm. uh but uh but it's fine it's funny I mean Fred Armisen's funny and it's it has its moments yeah but it just. I don't know. Yeah, I... I, Wasn't what I like about the
1: show. 100%. I second everything that that, uh, Jonathan said. Danae is someone who doesn't watch the show um, and has just seen the two episodes we've sent or whatever. Kind of, what are your continuing thoughts on uh, Parks and Rec? Is it as bad as The Office for you?
0: No, it's not. But I'm wondering if it's like a documentary mockumentary style that maybe I just don't enjoy very much or just the idea that... You liked
1: Modern Family though, right?
0: For a little while, yeah. For a little while at least, yeah. Yeah.
1: I will say the
2: big difference in this in The Office, though, is that Leslie is not Michael Scott, Correct. right? Like, Leslie is just this optimistic... She's
1: worth rooting for. Like, yeah, she's... Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah you know, she's she's got... You know, she's just... She loves government, and she mm-hmm. wants to... You know, she loves Pawnee, and she wants to do the best thing she can, so um, that, yeah. I think that's the difference there. You're
1: right. The characters... For me. Yeah, no, for me, too. The characters in Parks and Rec, overall, are still, like, uh, extreme caricatures, like... You know, uh, but not many of them are jerks. I think pretty much just Tom. Um And even, even Tom, I think is just kind of misguided a lot of the
2: time. Right. Like I think they they I think there are things there about him that are fine, but
1: Yeah. Um But everybody I else is know. pretty okay. You know, and even like have... Ron, Ron Swanson is, you know, he's he's like <laughs> He, like, hates his job and, you know, he's very much, you know, guns and bacon and, you know, that kind of thing. But, I mean, still, like, he's not a, a jerk. Like, he's nice. and I,
2: Yeah. I love it. Like, he's he's very anti-government, but he's also very good at his job. Right. Like, yeah. he's, like, the perfect person in that position, yeah. right? He can, reg- he can delegate very well. It's yeah. funny. I think it's a good point. But sorry, Danae. I did not. You were talking about it. I didn't mean to, like, take over the conversation.
0: Oh, that's okay. I'm just writing you a sweet note to put into your little thing that I'm sending to you in the mail. Oh, Do nice. you want me to read it to you now, Jonathan? Sure. I hope you are doing well today. I'm sorry working with me sucks so bad. Anyway, <laughs> thanks for putting up with my absolute bullshit, Danae.
2: I don't know what you're talking about, Danae. Nice. You were awesome. Very well done.
0: Um, no, I really don't have a ton to say because I don't know the characters. I don't know their personalities. I've only seen two episodes, so.
2: But and those are the only two episodes you've seen.
0: Yeah. 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 So I that's feel like enough. I'm, you know, at a, at a major disadvantage speaking to the show, but I'm not really seeing a lot that I'm super excited about. So
2: I will say, once Rob, I will say, third season is when I believe Rob Lowe and Adam Scott show up. And that's really, I think, the show, the people that love the show, I think that's where they really start enjoying it more. Um, yeah. yeah. Nothing against whatever that dude's name is <laughs> that's on it. The first two seasons. Nothing against whatever that guy's name is. I mean, seriously, like, I totally forget he was ever on the show yeah, me too. until we sent an episode, and I'm like, oh yeah, that guy was there. <laughs> totally.
1: Yeah, that first season was kind of a loss uh, in a lot of
2: ways. Scott does this. Adam Scott's character is is uh he's a role playing guy, and I can't even remember the name of that game that they have on the show that he plays all oh, the time. Yeah, I just, Danae would find that funny. I. That's think.
1: true. You would love that plot line.
2: <laughs> um, it's like. They created this like role playing game for the show. Oh, it's like it's it's I've been told it's about Game this. of Thrones esque. I've been yeah. told the about Cones this. of Dunshire. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's, and they just bring it up every now and then. I think there's even an episode where they like go to a tournament or something. Well it's not and, just, uh, just that they, they play it,
1: yeah. he invented it. Yeah. Like it's he like oh, he that's created right. that's the right. game.
2: Yeah. And yeah, yeah. The con- and then he finds out other people are playing it. I think right. that's what it right. is. Yeah. Like he finds oh, out like, there's just
1: tournament or yeah, it's just it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun stuff. Uh, I'll get it started into the sins. Uh, first, I wanted to mention fully in support of taking off a sin for Aubrey Plaza. Uh, I thought that was yeah. that was great. Uh, earlier today, someone compared Danae to Aubrey Plaza, and I thought that's an interesting comparison. I think I, that works. I will
2: say, I think her character was probably the closest to what it was
1: for the rest of the series, like, yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Uh, spreading misinformation about spreading germs, uh, certainly an appropriate thing these days to to sin. Uh, offering Venezuelans gummy bears, Venezuelans prefer, and I appreciated the pronunciation which I don't have in front of me right now. Is it Haribo? Her Haribo.
0: Har. Um, I think it's Har. I-
1: yeah, we put it on there, didn't yeah, we? That's what I'm saying. I, I, appreciate, I appreciated you putting oh, the pronunciation yeah, yeah, yeah. in there because I've never known how to pronounce uh, I, I these gummy it, bears. And
2: I had it wrong. I'm glad I looked it up because it was wrong in my head. Like, I didn't have the right pronunciation. So I'm glad I looked it up. Yeah, that's like the generic. I mean, I guess they're, I don't know. I just That always seemed to be like the mm-hmm. rip-off gummy bears. Yeah.
1: Um, let's see. Uh And then I wanted to mention the last sin about, or uh, almost the last sin, about not knowing how to government correctly, just because Mm -hmm. it's just such a great observation about just how silly it is that these characters act in opposition almost to their own beliefs sometimes because the show needs them to. Um, And Mm -hmm. just the idea that the show wants to be about how silly government is, but then it doesn't even really go as far as how ridiculous government really is so was
2: that was that about the check
1: yeah it was is uh it was most most likely the parks department would have to take this up with the mayor or an appointed committee oh, that yeah. would vote on whether or not to keep it and potentially vote on what the money would then be used for showed it doesn't know how to government correctly yeah, yeah i was I glad that
0: jonathan that. had yeah, that one I, in there because i i wanted to send something but i didn't i was like yeah i don't know i don't know where to go with it and that was a really appropriate
2: and I didn't do, yeah, I didn't do like an insane amount of research. I did enough to make sure that I wasn't like being an idiot, but, uh, cause I just, that didn't really make sense to me that she would just be able to take a check and then do whatever the hell she wanted with it. Like none of that made sense. so Right. Yeah. It, cause that would just be like taking a bribe or something. Danae,
1: why don't you go next?
0: Um, I wrote down a few that I enjoyed the, uh, rubber nipples tasting like the yes. real thing. That
1: was, that was great. <laughs> really good.
0: Um, it's so simple, but it might be one of my favorites that I've written lately, which yeah. is a little disappointing. And also,
1: <laughs> hey, the simple sometimes simple is the best. Um, yeah, because it was a simple they do not uh, sin, right? Yeah, yeah, they do not. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then um, the sin about uh, the car. Everybody comfortable back there? And then just pointing out that there's plenty of ways for oh. them to have gotten to where they were going um, was another one. I
2: hated that scene. There was no- nothing about that was funny. It was God, that was so yeah. dumb. It was yeah. really
0: uncomfortable. It was like, it's like um, people come from out of town to shit on your job yeah. episode. Yeah. so That's true. Um, it, was,
1: yeah, it was weird.
2: Be
0: the one I'll talk about in my keeping tabs.
1: All right, Jonathan. What do you got? Uh,
2: well, I hope I hope it wasn't this one, but I loved uh, leaving a pencil in the sharpening hole like an <laughs> asshole. I did not have to Obviously.
0: research that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I already mentioned the thing about you know Denae had the had the bit about women being treated like sex objects and like I thought it was also kind of horrible that it was they were just like oh foreigners are silly and mm-hmm. just all that was bad and like Leslie there was even a whole thing in there we didn't even talk about where Leslie assumed they were poor
3: mm-hmm. like right. that
2: was weird yeah and and then they ended up it ended up being like the assistant like the lowest ranked one had like a mansion you <laughs> know it was yeah. like cuz There's a whole thing at the end where Aubrey Plaza is at the mansion or whatever. Uh, What a strange way to say gymnasium, I thought was really funny. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I love that we got a Susie thing in there. No one should have to eat dried chicken. Do you hear that Susie? Mm -hmm. And then realizing that maybe three people that watched the video got that. But that's okay. (laughs) Uh, Oh, and I did think it was funny. This was just one of those weird things that happened. So I wrote, they're talking about Miami. So I wrote this in. I hear in the clubs, you can see Sly Stallone, which is a lyric from obviously from the Will Smith song. Uh, Miami, and then just randomly having not seen this video because you shadowed this, right, Aaron? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I think it was Jeremy or Jeremy and Barrett were talking about on our Slack how bad that song, the Will Smith song Miami, is. Had I mean had not seen this video, did not know anything about this script. That's great. <laughs> and then I was like, holy crap! I just literally wrote a lyric from that song as a sin. It's it was like the same day. It's just interesting how how stuff like that yeah. happens. We also uh, um. Uh, Leslie Nope. All of a sudden, what's I just forgot her name. The actor who plays Leslie Nope. Mm, yes. Uh,
1: this this is always where you uh, short circuit Amy my brain. Poehler. Amy,
2: Poehler. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, but Amy Poehler shows up in an outtake in one of our cinema sense. Oh yeah,
0: this week. that's right. That's so that's weird.
1: Right. It's just it's mm-hmm. kismet. See, this is
0: how we know that you prepare more than anyone else. <laughs> well,
1: that's right. That's right. What <laughs> I by preparing, I watch yeah. the video. That's right. Is what they're yeah. saying. It goes notes. a long way. <laughs> it goes a long way. All right, let's move on to cinema sins. Uh Napoleon Dynamite has been sinned. Uh this is a Deneit sin. This video with Barrett and Danae on this one. I really uh, loved
0: all the tweets. That were so confident that I wrote on this one and I was like, wow.
3: They know
1: me. Oh, Tater Talk. Yeah, yeah we've got a video coming up uh with a lot of Tater Tot content that Danae did not write on. So don't ever be so sure. You never know. But you never the, know. the spirit of Danae was definitely hundred percent. Hundred percent Danae wrote some sins in the next script through either Jonathan or I. Like it's hundred mm-hmm. percent happened. Um, and it all, it all, which
2: we will talk about it on that episode, uh, but it is, it is, they're all worth, they, it, it's totally worth worthy because they're all bullshit, uh, things that happen in that show. So anyways,
1: today, this is your, f- like, is this, you, had you watched Napoleon Dynamite before sending it? I did. Okay. I thought you yeah, had seen this movie shocked. before. Yeah. Because you talked about, about the tots and stuff, but so like, what's been your experience with this one?
0: I didn't remember anything other than the tater tots. I didn't oh. remember the plot. Uh, plot is underlined with a, like a little arrow and then a question mark, just <laughs> right. for clarification. Um, I totally forgot about the girl from Waterworld and <laughs> mm-hmm. en- Nola from Waterworld. Yeah, I've also seen Waterworld, so you guys can all calm down.
2: She was in a bunch of stuff right, right around that time when she was like that age. Like, mm-hmm. she, there were like five or six movies. But yeah, I forgot about Waterworld, though. Seeing, yeah, that is one of them. Seeing
0: her in Napoleon Dynamite was one of those experiences where I recognized a face and I could not figure out where it was from. And I try to do the thing where I don't go to IMDb to look it up, but I'm yeah. terrible, terrible, terrible at that. So- she was.
2: She was the only person I think I knew. Oh, other than uh, Diedrich Bader, uh, when I, when this movie came out, because all these other people nobody knew yet. Yeah, maybe I knew. Maybe I knew um, Haley Duff's sister. What is that Hillary Duff? I might have known who she was, mm-hmm. but I but I but I was just like, yeah, the girl from Waterworld and the dude from Office Space and the Drew Carey Show. <laughs> it's like the only people in this movie i, I didn't yeah. remember
0: anybody from this or anything about it really so coming back into sin it was kind of exciting because it's like oh yeah i've seen this before but i wouldn't have i wouldn't have had any idea mm. what i was going to sin going into it except for that i knew the one sin that those tots would have not been crispy mm-hmm. and that was the biggest sin of the movie for me and i knew yeah. going in that was the one thing see sometimes these guys that i work with They watch a movie and then they get assigned it later. And they're like, I know exactly what I'm going to send this and this and this and this. Nope. I don't have any idea what I'm going to do except for that one. I knew it just going in and I would have fought for it. I would have fought Barrett for it. But thankfully he (laughs) agreed and kept it in. So
1: (laughs) nice. I,
2: I saw this movie when it came out, um, And I saw it after, like I felt like almost everyone else had seen it because all I heard was people, you know, quoting it and telling me how funny it was. So I just didn't really, I didn't, I don't know, it wasn't my thing. I've never seen it again. I will say this video was great, and it actually made me kind of want to watch the movie. Yeah, I I felt the same
1: way. I felt the same.
2: way. I still don't know that I'd like it, but or do I mean? Here's the thing:
0: I was, I was shocked at how the pace was frustrating for me because it is just a very it's comfortable with being a slow movie. And I guess in that way you are in the farming town and it really, in it's pacing matches the environment that these people are in. And I think that that's an important part of storytelling that movies and shows get to do is they get to put you into the world. And so it just sits inside of moments for uncomfortable lengths of time, which sometimes I think works to the storytelling. And sometimes I think it's a, a, it was a frustration Um, mostly because I kept wanting to go, well, what else is there? Or is this just about some high school kids and one being voted class president? And that's all that matters. And that seems to be kind of it. But I found myself really wanting to dig into something more, you know, explore a little bit more. Um, and then it did some really, uh, to me, annoying, um, button ups towards the end with, you know, this incredibly creepy dad just suddenly having, I guess, his ex-girlfriend show up on a bicycle in the middle of the field and then their story is fine. Like everybody gets a happy ending and it sort mm-hmm. of felt like a throwaway rather than it just being the end of a really weird week at school or something mm-hmm. like that. So definitely not one of my favorite movies by any stretch of the imagination. The highlight of the movie is this, sin- or the uh, joke that Barrett created you know about um the dance and just let's go back and watch that again because that is the best part yeah of
2: uh, i need to watch that again because i remember at the time i didn't think that was that funny and i remember everybody my wife loved my wife has that jamiroquai song it's just like, so on her unexpected playlist. you know it's so yeah, great absolutely yeah i love it see i yeah i it's, don't i just remember being like that's what people took okay? it's really <laughs>
0: ridiculous that he yeah, wins you know, because of one <laughs> nerd's dance, but at the same time, it's, it's the underdog yeah. rooting. It's, it's the quintessential, you're rooting for the underdog and you don't know what's going to happen. And then something Epic happens. And it's just this awkward solo dance. And this time I even picked up on that. He was like, really not wanting to dance that dance. Um, he kind of goes like, oh, you know, like he just has this yeah. sigh before he does it, that mm-hmm. I didn't even pick up. I don't remember picking up on before. Cause it, I thought, like, in my, my in my imagination, it was a planned thing. And then on the rewatch, no, it wasn't planned. It was in the moment. Pedro finds out that he has to have, like, this other part of his campaign. And his buddy steps in and takes one for the team um, in this really embarrassing fashion. But it turned out to yeah. be for the better, so...
2: Yeah, I also love that John Hader has that same expression the entire movie. Like, I don't know if that's talent, but it's impressive to me that he yeah. just he never he never loses it. Like there's even that great little bit where you guys showed in the video where the bully just walks past him and without even stopping just shoves him into the locker. <laughs> and like
0: his expression never changes. Yeah. Like he's just so like, good. Yeah, he really it really the whole thing and it just it captures yeah. the I'm bored. I have my life is boring kind of yeah. all in his imagination. I think the other part that's difficult, though, is that everyone seems to have, not everyone, but the main characters seem to have that same vibe. I personally don't mind watching a movie where we're looking at the quirky ones rather than the popular ones. And I think that's another reason oh, why it was so beloved yeah. at the time. Um, is
2: the movie supposed to take place in 2004, though, as far as you no can idea. tell? Yeah. That's, that's what's That's very what you guys kept strange. saying in the
0: video.
1: And I couldn't remember. Well, when but did like, anywhere, song like, come out?
2: Yes. Well, it, that's
1: true. That's the thing. It is supposed to take place when the movie came out, but that this town is just stuck in the past. Yeah. Which, you know. Because I think he
2: even watches, happen. like, he watches the dance thing on VHS, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't yeah. that like a VHS tape? I think so. And then he's got, like, parachute pants on, where he puts the, the tater tots.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Or moon pants. Yeah, moon he's pants. got moon yeah. pants going on. Like maybe, like, <laughs> jean moon pants. See, the thing is about farming towns is uh, uh, their fashion might be, all hand-me-downs and stuff that you find in thrift stores sort yeah. of a thing so
1: yeah no totally we, true story true story we always joked about uh in the ohio-, ohio town i was uh grew up in we always joked about being about 15 years behind you know regular culture you know kind of thing and it's it's a real real kind of feeling it's
2: like in the the how i met your mother episode we covered where you would find out robin's a, a pop star and mm-hmm. in-
1: you know, she's like Canada didn't get the 80s to like 1995. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I will never be able to see straight on this movie. Um, it is one of a handful of movies that fell, that its opening weekend fell on the same week as our annual friends vacation, where us and three other families get together and go somewhere and have a week together. Um, and one of the traditions of that vacation is that the guys, the four guys, pick a movie and just go see it, a movie that's opening that weekend. And Napoleon Dynamite that makes sense, was one of those movies. You never go
2: see movies. So I get why you have that tradition.
1: <laughs> uh, and so <laughs> i we will never forget. There are two movies that sit at the top of the list of movies we saw that we'll just always remember. And Napoleon Dynamite is one of them because nobody knew what this movie was. It was brand new, it mm. opened that weekend. And it was just like, what? is this though like the whole time and like i and one of the other guys loved it and then two of the other guys were like you guys are insane that was dumb <laughs> what are we even doing with our lives <laughs> and so we had like a big like conversation argument fun and that's part of the fun of that thing is just like You know, you're with your friends and you can just be like, you're dumb for loving that movie. You're dumb for not liking this movie. You know, just kind of have those conversations. I should mention the other one since I mentioned there were two uh, that are kind of epic examples of this tradition. The other is Tropic Thunder uh was uh one of the other ones that we all saw together and that was from the opening fake commercials one of those moments where two of the guys were like what have you dragged us to and the other two of us were laughing (laughs) our butts off
2: (laughs) i was gonna say that is one of those movies that i remember my wife and i saw in the theater and like we missed so much because we were dying yes you just like the entire time yes
1: you just have to understand we yeah. are four men from very christian sheltered backgrounds oh, i can appreciate and, that and yeah. yeah it was it was kind of one of those those situations i don't we know still, that- we still make the comment that we picked up some booty juice in and <laughs> we still say that yeah <sighs> so anyways yeah so napoleon i can't see straight on napoleon dynamite i love it and i know a ton of it is booty nostalgia sweat. Uh, A ton of it is nostalgia, so yeah. Well, I
2: said the wrong thing. I said juice. It's sweat. (laughs) I said the wrong thing. Well,
1: it's very important that you get that booty
2: moisture (laughs) uh, clarified. And then we, and then obviously in the in the outtakes, we use. What are you talking about? What are you? Uh, We use that. Yeah.
1: Uh, Let's get into the sins of this one. And uh, Jonathan, why don't you kick us off on this one?
2: I mean, this many tater tots to this little ketchup was right from the get-go was you were on my page and also it made me think of my wife because my wife always talks about how she doesn't get her chip to dip ratio correct Mm -hmm. uh and it's just adorable but uh yeah also using ketchup with tater tots
1: i personally find kind of gross but hey whatever you know i'm not a condiment person i know today does mustard with hers how are you not a condiment like how do you eat dry shit
2: like (laughs) that doesn't even make sense to me are you just learning this i I, I, (laughs) i just I just don't get non-condiment people. I just I've never understood <laughs> I it's like, like everything's the so dry. taste of
1: potatoes. I don't know what's so hard to understand. Why would I mess up the taste of potatoes with the taste of tomatoes? That doesn't make any you're sense. You're
2: adding you're adding flavor. No, I go ranch typically, but yeah. uh, mustard is good, honey mustard, uh, barbecue sauce, not ketchup, man. Yeah. Uh Jeremy singing Power of Love. Uh this is Idaho, not Central Florida. I thought was very funny, mm-hmm. especially since my wife's from Central Florida uh, or South Florida. Um, no one wears a fanny. No one was wearing a fanny pack in 2004. Uh, someone has never been to Disney World. <laughs> um, I mean, they are everywhere.
1: <laughs> or or been the parent of a diabetic uh, because that's my oh, yeah. my son that has a fanny pack I mean, everywhere he goes. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You guys were dissing diabetics. <laughs> that's Man. right. For shame. That's not right.
2: Uh, I also liked, uh, smelling your finger after touching a cloaca, uh-huh. Was
1: obviously. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Napoleon throws it hard, uh, killed me. That slayed me for some reason. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was dying. I had
1: several one. of those, including the power of love one, which you mentioned, which I thought was so yes. funny to, uh, juxtapose a. <laughs> I can't say that word, juxtapose. juxtaposition to nose. Uh, those two uh, movies I thought was really really great I also had uh, the peach juices are going to mingle with the peas and ruin the softness of the crispy exterior of the corn dog thank you the tragedy that was on that plate I could not stand so
0: uncomfortable
1: Uh, yeah now that I was not good with I would not I, I always
2: that's why we have ramekins
1: who, whoever, whoever noticed the stringy piece of hair that was hanging off of Napoleon's head yeah. is a hero. <laughs>
0: that was so I funny. could not watch. I had to stop it. I'm like, what
1: is that? To stop the movie. Go take care of that thing and fire anyone on set I, with hair long enough to waft around and cling to other important set pieces or actors. It's like I just imagine to see anything else. I just imagine the set director being like, anybody with long hair, you're fired. Get out.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will not have long hair on my set. I'm sure it was actually like a web piece. You know how sometimes there's just those really long web I don't web know, pieces? man. It
1: looked like hair. It was but, yeah. so
0: long, and I'm really glad that that one stayed in, because sometimes those won't stay in to the final scripts. I mm-hmm. yeah, And I was so happy to see it because it was absolutely the most distracting thing.
1: I thought that was hilarious. Uh, when he gets pushed into the lockers and then the scene is just reflexes <laughs> after he kicks like five yeah, seconds late. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, that made me Laugh so much uh and then would you like to look like this this is a girl classic not answering the question (laughs) It's it's so funny uh yeah i really enjoyed this one great work uh danae did you have any others uh that we didn't mention you wanted to throw out there
0: um, I liked uh, Barrett's abandoning your entire merchandise supply over a uh, one, admittedly well-timed, your mom joke. <laughs> and yeah, that was kind of a funny. Uh,
2: the outtakes were good too. I love the the Monty Python one was really funny, mm-hmm. where it just kept cutting to them. And then uh, I, the Amy Poehler, I think, was in this one, right? Because mm-hmm. they were. Uh, it was, it was when he dance. was dancing. Yeah. And at first, it cut to Drew Barrymore from Donnie Darko, <laughs> and then it cut to Amy Poehler from Mean Girls. Yeah, so yeah. Um, good stuff.
0: The killing a cow sin. Just wondering how that works, and then um, Kip being—oh, yeah, that was weird—being able to use his magic abilities to send chapstick in through a portal. Mm-hmm. That's yes. one. There was quite a few I enjoyed on this one. I also really enjoyed, um, as simple as it is, my sin on the book about centaurs in space or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. oh, where are the centaurs? <laughs> yeah, and I—I I was hoping that maybe one of the editors would draw a centaur for us. <laughs> But that didn't. That didn't <laughs> Do you remember, the, you
1: remember the time in the community video yeah. when they drew centaur legs on that character? I wanted yeah. that so
0: bad.
2: <laughs> that was great. That yeah. was great. You were trying to like will that to I happen. Was trying. Like, Come,
1: on, Na- Come on, Natalie. Come on. Come on. Somebody on the. Oh, okay. All right. Let's move to Mighty Ducks. Uh, Quack. This <laughs> Quack. Quack. This was an Atkinson. Uh, script uh jeremy and chris writing on this how, one how adorbs was joshua jackson in this movie totes. my god he's like so tiny totes the answer is totes <laughs> he was totes, totes, adorbs. totes adorbs. what did you just say
0: I wrote on this one
1: uh i have that uh jeremy and chris wrote on this one
0: you're right i just went okay i just didn't, i didn't hear sorry yeah no no worries
1: uh do we want to hear from them first sure what do they got uh,
0: uh, Chris said, I have never seen Muddy Ducks before the sinning of it. When I was younger, I didn't care at all about hockey and I was 15. So I probably considered myself too old to watch a kid movie like mm. this. This Same. has all the cynical hallmarks of every sports movie ever made. The terrible team with no chance that gets a coach who doesn't care, who ends up caring just enough to recruit new players. And ultimately, this terrible team becomes great, even though they still only have like one or two skilled players. The two things that I enjoyed sitting the most is the opening scene puts all the blame on Emilio Estevez as a kid for not scoring on a penalty shot when the game is tied They only explain they lose the game way later, but the fact they blame the penalty shot on their loss is the dumbest thing about the movie. The other thing is Estevez uh, goes to the league and tells the quote-unquote evil team that they have an ineligible player. So the situation is this. If he plays for them again, they forfeit that game, but he's welcome to play for the Ducks. Later, Estevez is told that the league has struck a deal. If he drops his prospect, the evil team gets their player back and the league will redistrict for the next season. How is that a deal? If I drop my protest, you get everything I get and I get nothing. And he's about to say yes to it before the movie does some misdirection and makes you forget there's no actual deal here. Had they structured the deal where all the teams get into the playoffs because of the error, that might've been at least something. Of course, in this script, everything no sorry every team except two get in which is another stupid thing so it would have been the least that they could do and those are chris's thoughts uh jeremy adds the muddy ducks is a really stupid fucking movie it doesn't even try to be good the kids are cute and an entire generation grew up loving this movie but that entire generation has bad taste (laughs) (laughs) Um, he says it doesn't um it doesn't understand the legal profession it doesn't understand how peewee sports work it doesn't even understand hockey shit dude this movie thinks each peewee hockey team has their own fucking arena they missed obvious ejection worthy penalties only to call a bullshit penalty at the end just to say just to set up a penalty shot this movie thinks you can look at a man 100 yards away and guess his shoe size this movie thinks you can field a hockey team with little to no safety equipment. And this movie thinks stringing up a goalie to the net and pelting him with pucks is humorous training and not child abuse. This movie thinks coaches and child players have a tickle fight in the snow and and that's endearing and not horrific. I'm far from the first person to mention how stupid the famous flying V maneuver is, but I was shocked to find that they never practice it, never mention it even one bit until the final game and he just blurts out, Blind me! And this group of ridiculously bad players instantly knows what it is and nails it. Worst of all, this movie thinks you can earn emotion through beats instead of developing actual characters. We need the team to get angry at him. Let's have someone overhear him sarcastically calling them losers. But don't kids understand sarcasm? Fuck you, Ted. We already decided. Yes, it's a kids' movie, but it is by the numbers. The original Bad News Bears is the same story but that movie had actual characters in it. Mighty Ducks script is like playing checkers with a toddler old uh, older enough to understand the game but too young to have practice for it. They move a piece one row and shout king me as if they earned it. I'm not telling you it's wrong to enjoy or love the movie. I'm just telling you you love or enjoy a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love Jeremy's definitive statements, like mm-hmm. the only people that like this or be- it's it's nostalgia. Like he's yeah. just he's so definitive and stuff like that, which is usually something that kind of irritates me when people say that. But with him, it's funny for some reason. But
1: I uh, I do think people genuinely like this movie. Uh, yeah, and I'm I think I'm one of them. I haven't seen it forever, so he's probably I mean. right. I mean, you know, considering how much uh, sending Hunchback in Notre Dame did to my feelings on that movie, I'm sure if I watch this again. I would realize how much nostalgia is is based in the early 90s for me. Um, So, yeah, I I don't really have much to say other than I enjoyed it for what it was and, you know, found the cliches, you know, they're cliches for a reason because they kind of work. Sports cliches kind of work. Um, so it's fine. It's
2: fine. Um, I, I don't remember liking it that much. I actually think I saw the second one first because like, like him, when this came out, I was like 16 or, or like Chris, I was like 16. I remember thinking
1: the second one's better.
2: I I didn't want to, I didn't want to see this movie, but then a couple years after that, I I was going to see everything. So I saw D D two and I, I don't remember much about it either. It might be better. I've heard a lot of people say that yeah um i will say i recently just randomly i listened to a podcast called screen drafts and they recently did a minnesota movie draft mm. and this did not make the list but um they talked about being from minnesota how big of a movie this was for minnesotans at the mm-hmm. time and minnesotans are really into hockey by the way oh for sure i still don't think uh peewee leagues would have their own rink dedicated just to them mm-hmm. but uh but yeah, no, there's definitely it's kinda like Indiana and basketball and you sure. Know. Yeah. Uh but uh but yeah, it's it's a perfectly like I just remember it being harmless and just you know. It is bad news bears though. That is an app comparison. Sure. It's bad news bears without but it's like the Disney version. Right. Cause bad news bears is like pretty
1: much R. It's yes. Uh yeah.
2: I don't know that it was rated R in the seventies, but
1: today it would be. Yeah, for sure. Um yeah. So, Danae, had you seen uh, Have you seen the Mighty Ducks movies? No. Okay.
0: No, and I don't plan to. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but your love of hockey, Danae, how would you How do you avoid Ooh. these movies when you love hockey so much?
0: Yeah, this was one where I'm watching the sins video, going, "Yep, nope."
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, why don't you k- k- kick us off with the sins then?
0: Okay. Um, the sins? I'll kind of skip the ones that Jeremy and Chris mentioned. Um, he's gone from self-centered dick munch to peewee hockey Jesus in seven hours. Cracked me up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the look at all these wasted eggs. I suggest that hungry people and chickens not watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm listening <laughs> about that. This is the I'm going to bang you later face. Really?
2: Oh, yeah, that was great. I <laughs> really like
0: that one. And, um, these assholes are going to get back together after fighting in the classroom. What a bunch of dicks.
1: good stuff Uh, I had the uh, movie tries to make uh, become the single most obnoxious film of 1992 and this is the same year Beethoven came out Uh, just the the just unnecessary diss of Beethoven I loved Uh, of course someone farts in the car and we all know how hilarious that is Uh, made me laugh This never-ending string of championship banners is pretty ridiculous, but it's even more ridiculous that a team this dominant lost one in 1973 because of a missed penalty shot when the game was tied. It's a really great point that if they were that dominant, it shouldn't have come down to a penalty shot. I love that point. I think that's really, really smart. Um, I'm sorry, but this message was pounded into people in sports movies throughout the nineties and it doesn't tell the full story. What the message always forgets to say is it's not about winning at all cost and that having fun means winning sometimes. Loved that point mm-hmm. because it is so true. Winning is more fun than losing. Um, that's why you try to win. Um, but yeah, but it's yeah. not the only thing. Um, so yeah, I appreciated that.
2: Uh- yeah. That's an interesting thing about sports today versus That, but yeah, but anyways, that's a whole other story, yeah.
1: Uh, and then let's see, the I'll have you know, Peter, that the duck is one of the most noble, agile, and intelligent creatures of the animal kingdom. And then the sin is just laughter and citation needed. Uh, I really liked that one as well.
2: Uh, Jonathan, what did you have? Uh, I'm halfway expecting Kim Dawson to show up in this. Uh, I was also kind of horrified that I I got that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> rob schneider should fucking sue this movie yeah that was really good uh mixing oreos with racism uh e-harmonizing your mom i thought was uh pretty interesting uh love the good vibrations sin anytime we can make fun of marky mark i'm down and uh, feel it feel it yeah my favorite thing about that song though is like how he um uh it's like uh drug free so put the crack up but it's like he says it, like it's so intense the way he says it. Like when you're listening to that, like I will sometimes look around and make sure I don't have any crap uh, that I need to Just Because Marky Mark's I need to get you. Up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, totally I'm like oh my it. God, do I have crap? Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, and then, uh, well, someone seen The Karate Kid. I really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it was, it was a great video. Uh, I will probably, unless my daughter has a real, wants to watch the movie, I will probably never watch it again. But, uh, yeah.
1: You know, all in uh, releasing Mighty Ducks, uh, the movie Sins, because there's the new Mighty Ducks TV show. If only there yep. were a Sins channel uh, that could send the actual TV show. We'll I never see. know.
2: I've, I've, I've watched the first couple episodes of that, and uh, I, I think I'm enjoying that more than I have any of the movies. So, <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, me too. Me as well.
2: Yeah. So,
1: All right, let's move on to keeping tabs.
3: Hey, podcast peeps, it's
0: me again. Um. <coughs> mm-hmm. n- n- those are my <coughs> n- mm-hmm. Those are my Uh.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: uh okay. Every time I, I talk. Wow. Uh, uh, is this how Aaron feels? When we're. Um, okay. We're going to try this. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to tell you about the survey again, which is at cinemasense.com bts. So go fill it out. The internet is a communications tool. used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one
1: another. Ha ha! Oh, jeez. This is the
3: most public yet of my many humiliations.
1: We'll each talk about a little bit of something from the process of putting together the content for the week. Uh, I already kind of did mine, so Jonathan and Danae, it is all on you. Uh, well, Jonathan, what did you, you want to kick off with?
2: Yeah, I'll go. mine will be quick. I didn't really have anything research-wise, but I did have a you-done-messed-up, uh, I guess, Joe Nathan is what we'll call <laughs> yes. me. I don't know.
1: J.O. Nathan.
2: But, yeah, but on The Office, which, like I said, The Office had a really lot of nice comments. And uh, one of the first ones was, uh, Nothing Rhymes With Megan said, Angela would know that—oh, well— I had a sin where uh, Angela said something about Michael being Dwight's emergency contact. Right. The sin was basically because Angela and Dwight had started a relationship,
1: but nobody knew about yeah, it. Yeah, they were trying to keep a hush-hush. Yeah,
2: yeah and so I kind of made a sin like she's giving herself away. And um, correctly so, nothing rhymes with Megan, says Angela would know that Michael was Dwight's emergency contact because she was the office's safety director. That's why no one questioned it. And I actually commented on that and said, I think that's totally fair and that's that's all on me. I will say, it's still, she kind of does it real quick. Like, how did you Mm -hmm. know that, you know? But, uh, so that's why The Sin uh, registered with me. But I did not, like, go and look into what her actual job was there. So I probably could have done that. So there you go. Screwed it up. But to be fair, uh, Aaron and Chris didn't catch it either. So it's kind of numb, too. Yeah, totally,
1: totally. I I totally messed that one up.
2: Actually, Chris very Chris actually said, I don't know if this is right, but I don't know enough about their relationship to say either way. And then Aaron
1: and I decided to keep it in. So right. it was on me. Tanae, what about you? Tell us about uh, all that research you did.
0: I did a couple of things. One, I wanted to mention what Dutch disease was. Thank you, everyone, for asking. I know it's one of the most standout moments from Parks and Rec.
2: Well, I actually, I didn't write that one down because I remember you said you were going to talk about it. Yeah.
0: It's, it was interesting because... Um, as I was doing my research for this episode, um, there was a there were several Reddit posts that something like um, this didn't age well. And I really genuinely assumed that it was going to be about just the treatment of women. But it was about yeah. Venezuela. And I am not uh, somebody who keeps up with everything going on in the world. I should do a better job of that. I don't. Um, so then I started looking into Venezuela. Guys, there's just It's tragic. There's so much. There's just, Mm -hmm. it's too much to get into, but um, it led me on this just educating myself, and I learned about something called Dutch disease, which is a shorthand way of describing the paradox which occurs when good news, such as the discovery Mm -hmm. of large oil reserves, harms a country's broader economy, which is what's happening, Mm -hmm. essentially, one of the many things, but that's, you know, Venice. So that
2: was actually... When he said that, that because well, first off, they were they in Venezuela or were they in a fake country?
0: They were in Venezuela.
2: Oh, did they say okay? I couldn't remember, but so that oil reserve thing he actually said that was that was there was truth to that,
0: yeah. So Venezuela was oh, okay. very, very oil rich for a long time, they mm-hmm. had a major oil reserves, but apparently they're drying up, and so they have this entire economy that's. And guys, I'm giving like a super general version. So I know yeah, there's many of, of you who are listening who have much better understanding and could say this so much better than I can. But essentially the economy that was built on that is crumbled or crumbling. And so it's just, there's a lot of pain happening in Venezuela because of that and other reasons. But it's um, basically, it's the, like I said, it's the paradox of when when good news becomes the bad news like good news we're really really wealthy we have more oil than we could ever need and then it's like that creates a massive problem which mm-hmm. it has so that's one of the that's why i wrote this in just dutch disease i learned what dutch disease is um that's,
2: that's great you have made up for making fun of diabetics <laughs>
0: one of my prouder moments
2: <laughs> She didn't do that, by the way, if anybody heard that out of context.
0: Um, But then, of course, I did look a little bit more into the paper towel versus um, hand dryer situation (laughs) just to kind of be sure that what I believe is either true or false or whatever. Um, The Mayo Clinic published something in 2011. So that's obviously 10 years old now um, that concluded there is no measurable difference between paper towels and hand dryers. So that's something. There's also Vanderbilt University has done um all of this research. But what was interesting about this is that it really gained popularity when Dyson Airblade came out. So mm-hmm. the Dyson Airblade being the machine you put your hands down into and it just blasts yeah. the crap out of your yeah. hands. That's funny. The crap. Because there's a bathroom. Literally. And it mm-hmm. literally spreads it around. <laughs> Um,
2: That's actually you don't even have to go to the bathroom. You just when you go in, you just stick your hands in the dice and air. Now make sure your pants are down because you know <laughs> they went. Messy.
0: They did a lot of research in the um, creation of the Airblade and then also trying to make sure that they knew the best way to tell people about it, since it was going to be a different way of drying your hands than everyone was used to at that point. So they wanted to have obviously the education and the research to back it. So in two thousand eighteen slash nineteen. Um, there were a lot of, uh, hospital journals that were publishing stuff that Dyson was essentially, um, I'm going to say that they were funding, but the, the, the purpose of it was to get word out about these air blades to yeah. talk about whether they removed more E. Coli from hands and paper towels, because obviously they want their air dryers to be the ones over the normal blow dryer, hand yeah. dryers.
2: They want them to be 10 times stronger.
0: Yes. Um, But, of course, Mythbusters, they did the best uh, according to this little one that I looked at, which was um, washing your hands with soap is the best way to remove bacteria. And removing stuff from your hands, it's just going to be everywhere in the bathroom. So once you leave the bathroom, if you really want to be safe, you also wash your hands everywhere you go all day long. (laughs) Just keep on washing (laughs) them. Well,
2: yeah. (laughs) And and, and also, I mean, as soon as you – as soon as you get done washing your hands and then you go touch the door, I mean, you basically aren't
1: they just dirty again? I have and something a whole can routine be. And if you don't do. touch yeah. the bathroom door, you touch the restaurant door. And if you don't touch if, the yeah. restaurant door, you touch yeah. your own home door. Like, like it's yeah. just, you're, you're always. I mean, I
2: do some things. I If I can, I open a door with my elbow. I mean, I, I do some things, but yeah, but you're always just wash end your up hands. touching something. Just, just wash your, your hands. hands. Yeah. Just wash your hands. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Have sanitizer, yep. whatever. Uh, I prefer paper towels, though. I will say, I just there's something about having it. I I don't ever feel like my hand is dry. Yeah, I agree with that. No matter how long I put it under that blower, I just yeah, I agree. I don't see the Dyson ones that often, though. Is that not did they did a lot of places? Did you see anything about that? Did a lot of places not partake in them? Or
0: um, I don't know. I I didn't really get too much into that, but I agree they haven't taken over. They're probably a little bit more expensive. Seen a few to make maybe and um mm-hmm. yeah they're intimidating i think for people to just put their hands into something where you're not supposed to touch the yeah. sides and then your hands are being blown around a lot so it requires i think more effort but uh but yeah it was an interesting kind of thing so nice. just spreading and misinformation was all i went with for that one
1: let's move on to the comment section I, won't know what you're thinking. I appreciate your honesty you're a real straight shooter You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We're each going to take a look at the comment that you have uh, sent us in one place or another over the course of this week. Could be on the videos themselves. Could be uh, at, uh, what, Reddit, Discord, Twitter, uh, any place we can pull these from. Emails, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, Faxes. Today, why don't uh, don't you go first? What do you got?
0: Well, I'm just going to do a shout out to something that's probably going to be in the outtakes, I got an email from Jake about Bingo, um, our fun little things that we have, just the sayings that we do on the show, the things you can expect almost every episode to fill up your BTS Bingo card, and I really appreciated it, and I will read more about that when we get to the outtakes.
1: Nice. Fun. Jonathan.
2: (laughs) Which I think is interesting, because I'm assuming that originated from the CW Bingo card.
0: I think that's where it is in my mind, and I know we talked about it during Sin Week, like
2: and I know Danae and I had to kind of fight for that, too, when it happened. So I guess it's good we got it in there. Um, I don't remember if that was Barrett or Aaron that was like, I don't get this. I think that I was, remember Barrett. Who it was. It was Barrett. I, I think that was Barrett because I, I, loved, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. And then finally he gave up and he was just like, it's fine. You guys just do it. What are, You guys are seeing something I'm not. And it worked out really well. So I've got a few, so I'm trying to figure out which one I want to do. But like I said, that office, I, I, I don't know. I don't typically go to the YouTube comments. And but for some reason, the office one called me and uh, it was just a nice, you know, people talking about how they watch Lord of the Rings and, you know, just stuff like that. It was really nice. But um, one of the ones I really liked was Hill said, while they were doing the L.O.T.R. scene I couldn't help but notice that Angela was actually smiling and enjoying a conversation with Kevin. I have to assume that was just the actors having fun in the background. And that makes me happy. I thought that
1: was really cool like to notice something Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, I like that too. I saw that one too. That was nice. On the Napoleon Dynamite video, uh, Edifying Gravity says, uh, my high school chemistry teacher was mean and a pervert, but that's another story. Somehow we convinced him to let us watch Napoleon Dynamite in class, and we made a bet with him that if he laughed during it, He'd give us five points extra credit on our final. He laughed so hard that he gave us all 10 points. Uh, so I just thought that was a fun little personal story about the power of Napoleon Dynamite to uh, get you nice. better grades. Oh. So nicely done.
2: Rolled Real, really do, high on
0: I, your persuasion check.
2: <laughs> Before we go, I do want to mention that Stephen James commented on the office thing and said, there's a man who knows his crossword puzzles. So yes. was, See? thank you. See, I
1: knew that sim was great. It's good stuff. <laughs> Uh, well
2: done, Yeah,
1: yeah. No, that, that was a good one. Uh, all right, let's move on to Beyond the Sins. To infinity and
0: beyond. Somewhere beyond my wild history.
1: To boldly go where no man has gone before. We're each going to chat about something else from the world of pop culture that we've seen recently. Uh, Jonathan, what do you got?
2: Um, I honestly like baseball just started up. So that's, and I've been on vacation. So that's been kind of a lot of my viewing. So I will talk about, it's only been one episode, but it is a second season. So I have, but I, uh, I watched the first episode of the second season of creep show, mm. which is a horror anthology series, kind of a horror comedy anthology series on uh shutter. Uh, it is, ob- it is based on the 1982 film creep show. And, uh, there was a sequel in 87 and, uh, it's, you know, it's uh, it's a, it's a, it's basically like a. It's supposed to be like a takeoff on like EC Comics, which is like Tales from the Crypt mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it's just, so it's very similar to something like Tales from the Crypt. It's just a horror anthology series where every week they have two stories that they um, they adapt for the screen that they've gotten from a book or a short story or something. And uh, the second season just premiered. Um, I really enjoyed the first season, and I will say that the first episode of the second season might be my favorite episode I've seen of the show. Um, so I think that's a good sign that it's still going to be doing, uh, the same things for me. Um, I, I will say I have enjoyed this quite a bit more, which, I mean, this has been canceled now, so I guess it doesn't matter, but I've enjoyed this quite a bit more than the, uh, when they brought back twilight zone, um, for, uh, CBS plus or paramount plus, uh, I've enjoyed this anthology series quite a bit more than that, if that says anything, um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's really fun. Uh, the first, the, like I said, they do two stories every week. I don't know how many episodes are doing this season, but, uh, they're about 45 minutes, about 25, about 20 minutes each. Uh, these, the two ones this week, the first season were, uh, was one was called model kid and the other was called public television of the dead. Uh, public television, of the dead was definitely the highlight. Um, I don't want to give anything away, <laughs> uh, but it was very fun and it was very funny. And, um, it was uh, I don't know. It was just a blast. So um, yeah. So Creep Show season two just started. Um, Shutter also. I will say every April they do halfway to Halloween month. So they've got a lot going on this month. So if you've ever been tempted to check it out, do like a free month. Uh, I think this is a good one. Uh, and if not for anything, to be able
1: to watch the you know first few episodes of the new season of Creep Show. So there you go. Creep Show on Shutter. Danae, you want to go next?
0: Uh, sure. I have found another Twitch channel. Um, I nice. continue my deep dive into Twitch where I can find things like pencil drawings and uh, claymation and um, crazy sibling shows. Like I called us the shit show earlier. M- Moco made calls. There's the sibling shit show. So that's why it's in my conscious. Nice. Um, but I I found one recently uh, that I'm going to I'm going to try to explain it to you. Okay. Uh, I would say that people who like to play RPG games may really enjoy this. Um, maybe people who enjoy Red Dead Redemption too may also enjoy this. So um, there is a private server on Red Den- for Red Dead Redemption, which is like a Western style uh, open map exploration of your environment world. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't know a ton about the game. I'm, I'm super learning about it. Um, but like, you know, let's say that you're on your horse riding at night, you could be attacked by wolves and die. Like, so it's kind of tries to be true to real in that way. Well, there is a private server called the, uh, the wild RP, and it is, uh, a server where you have to actually apply to be one of the actors or actresses. Um, I guess actors is just fine for everyone. Um, who goes in and, and plays a character. So everyone you meet is RPing. They're not just playing the game to play the game or they're not mm-hmm. questing. They're actually mm-hmm. interacting with each other in character uh, right in front of your eyes, kind of a thing. And so um, I didn't know that this was a deal. I know people RP on you know MMORPG, MMORPG games all the time, but I didn't realize you can watch some stuff on Twitch. And so- This particular server has really intense rules and expectations. Like, for example, if you break the law, you actually are taken to like the jail and you have to stay there for your term. So they really try to make it as true to the game as they possibly can. And everyone abides by the rules um, to keep everybody close together they change the map area. They say, okay, the next season of the game is, is happening between these three locations. And so everyone who gets on the server goes to those locations to interact, but you never know who's going to be on. There can only be like 36 people on or something like that at once right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but this particular Twitch channel is one of the characters who is regularly playing this game. And um, I'm going to spell it out for you. I think it's Gregory Peppo. It's G R I. G O R I Y P E P P O. Um. So I'm gonna do it again, just in case you're writing down. Get your pen. Get your paper. Are you guys doing this? Okay. G R I G O R I Y P E P P O. And
2: that was the B- That was the BTS after dark. enabled <laughs> by the way.
0: What I have really enjoyed about this person, this this channel, he has twenty six thousand followers. Um, and so each time he goes live in the game, there's probably about a hundred people in chat all watching whatever happens next. Um, he's playing somebody who came from the mountains, and so he's really intense. Uh, and he's got a temper, and so he might hold someone up. Um, but apparently in the game, like if you die, you die. So if he holds somebody up and shoots him with the gun, There's ramifications for that, uh, vice versa. So I'm just learning a lot about the game and how this particular server has their rules. And I think there might be a lot of people who enjoy it. So when he goes live, you can kind of watch his, um, his little version of his gameplay. And then there's also other people who play on the same server who also are on Twitch. I haven't found them yet but there are people who literally watch all of them at the same time and see how they're all interacting. So it's kind of a fun thing, especially if someone like myself who likes RPG really enjoys, um, in time storytelling like Dungeons and Dragons and things like that. Um, and you can watch all of his videos on demand. You don't have to be, I don't think you have to be a subscriber. I think you can just watch, um, on his Twitch channel. Cool. So I hope you enjoy.
1: Yay. Very nice. Uh, interesting spelling, but it's like Gregory or Gregory Peppo uh, yeah. on Twitch. <laughs> um, so yeah, you can check that out there. I wanted to talk about a show. Spell th- your name right. That uh, sorry. That was recommended to me, and uh, there's already four seasons in the books, uh, but there's only ten episodes in, in each season, and the episodes are twenty minutes long. And it is Search Party. Uh, which is on HBO Max now. It started with two seasons on TBS. HBO Max picked it up and uh, started playing it. And I binged the entire four seasons this weekend. Whoa! Um, so it's not—it's not a heavy watch. You know what I mean? Like it's not something that yeah. that's going to take forever and is also going to like weigh you down with a lot of stuff. Now, having said that, it's also a very interesting watch because this show is so sharply satirical about, uh, I, I would say the millennial generation. I would say that's what the show would say as well. And just the idea of taking self-absorption and those kind of things to the ultimate satirical maximum. And I just found it not only hilarious, but really uh, pointed on in some ways that I just haven't seen a TV show be pointed um just at a lot of those things so i just it's one of those shows that i watch and i was like i've never really seen anything like this to give you a little sense of the plot in case you want some of that uh it starts uh it stars uh, uh is it a Shawkat? maybe from arrested development uh also i think she was in first cow i don't know how to pronounce this year it. Yes. um and then john early uh john reynolds and meredith hanger Uh, or Hagner, excuse me, uh, are the four main characters. They are our, like, four buddies who are all self-absorbed and are kind of all in their own world. And then they find out that one of their classmates from college is missing. And basically, the Dory character, which is the maybe from Arrested Development, goes on this kind of speech with them about, shouldn't we care? Shouldn't we do something? And then the show just kind of goes from there. And I don't want to spoil anything, But it goes to some weird, interesting places. Season one is very different than season two. Season three is very different, you know, uh, from the previous seasons. And season four is, like, this show has a really interesting way of reinventing itself every year. And I just don't want to give a lot of it away. But I find these people absolutely horrible people, but absolutely specifically... Satirically horrible in a way to make a point and also to uh, bring some laughs. So, um, that's about all I can say. Danae, I do not think you would like this show. I think the people are so horrible that you would just get annoyed with them very, very quickly. Um, but Jonathan, I think you might enjoy it. I'm not sure. I'm not 100%, well, but, but yeah. Was it on TBS? Yeah, for two years. First, I think like the two first two se- seasons were on TBS. Okay.
2: I watched the first episode when it premiered. Um, I hated the
1: characters. <laughs> I don't and blame you.
2: Yeah. I wasn't, I, especially her boy. I don't know if he's still her boyfriend. But he was her boyfriend in the first episode. Mm-hmm. I just remember that. I, and I still remember like scenes from it. Like I remember like he's trying to get ketchup or something mm-hmm. at one point And like, yes. and then at one point, like he wakes her up and he's like, Hey, I'm hungry. Go make me food. I don't know why I remember these things, but it just really set with me in a weird way. Uh, and I just decided I didn't want that show in my headspace at that moment in my life. Sure. Totally so, get it. Uh, but since it's been on for a while and I keep hearing all this about it, I think I probably will check it out. But um, I have not gotten to it yet. Yeah. Uh, but it is on my list. Is it over after four seasons no. or is it still going? they go just on? got
1: renewed for two more seasons. Um, okay. So on HBO Max. Uh, so, yeah, Ron. But is it still? Well, I guess you don't want to give anything away. Because I was no. curious that they were still doing the same story. But it sounds like it just kind of I will say from- I will go ahead and say, even though I guess it's a little bit spoilery, no. No, they are absolutely not doing okay. the same story. Okay uh That is one thing I did like about this show is how it how the plot yeah. moves quickly. Like it doesn't stretch. It doesn't fall into that trap of having to stretch things out for. Oh, if we're gonna have four seasons, we better stretch out this mystery for four seasons. No, it's like, gotcha. nope, we're here now. Let's go somewhere else. Nope, we're here now. Let's go somewhere else. And I really like that. It just oh, it kind of cool. moves no, through I, stuff. I,
2: I like that as well because I remember hearing it kept getting renewed and I was like, how did they make this into like multiple episodes? Mm-hmm. But I guess that makes sense now. Yeah. Um, so she ends up actually being kind of
1: a terrible person too, because I don't remember that. Dory? Part. Yeah. Dory is the central like ethos of the show in a lot of ways. And I yeah. think we're supposed to yes, yeah, she is a she is she makes terrible choices, very selfish choices um you find out really in in the entirety of the search it you know it's about her more than it is about this other person i i remember
2: that that's what kind of gets brought up is Mm -hmm. like when she they're always like why are you concerned about this i you know like how does this have anything to do with you and it does feel more like it's about her yeah it's really weird how well i remember that first episode but uh so, maybe that means I should check it out because it obviously stuck with me for four years. Yeah. It, so,
1: if nothing else, it is a show that will stick, you, stick with you. Yeah. I, I, I find it really fascinating. Uh, Ron Livingston shows up uh, for a while in this oh, show, nice. Uh, nice. Michael Showalter shows up throughout this oh. show oh
2: yeah i'm down
1: um, okay i'll check so, it so yeah in this yeah i would be really interested to, to hear your thoughts or anybody who's who's watched it because this is one of those shows that you just you just kind of want to chat about and talk about and go can you okay. believe what they did in season three like could you believe it went there you yeah. know like that kind of stuff so um cool so yeah i, I binged it this weekend and and thought it was worth bringing up on the podcast so again it's called search party you can find all four seasons on hbo Max. Well, that's going to do it for Behind the Sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send us, you can mail it to us, P.O. Box 881, Republic, Missouri, 65738. Uh, hang out with us on Twitter. I'm at Aaron Dicer. She is at Denee Says.
0: D-E-N-E-E-S-A-Y-S.
1: And he is at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins, Denee Hughes, a pocket full of tots, and myself, we will see you next week.
2: Happy draw a picture of a bird day.
1: I thought that was better than the dog fart.
2: hundred (laughs) percent. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at cinemasins.com. And be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash BTS.
0: Okay, 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 okay. I'm only almost ten minutes late. No worries, no worries, no worries. Here we come. (sighs) The buttons, press the buttons. Go! It's a great start to a show. Look at me, I got some chocolate, chocolate, love. toffee, and almonds, and milk chocolate.
2: You guys might have been therapists. My mom was, but uh, so I mean, you have some knowledge that I don't, see, I'm I don't not have really, anybody.
0: yeah. I'm a therapist to my friends. <laughs> Does that count?
2: i'm the opposite i'm always like yeah you need to talk to somebody i i'm
1: not the person to give you that advice when i get a group of people angry therapist <laughs> wow is that is that anything Ooh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> i stretched that one so far i got a woo from jonathan
0: but i'm not done eating chocolate because i found this i found this new chocolate bar oh i that's yummy <laughs> <laughs>
1: Those are the noises Danae makes when she's enjoying a new candy bar.
0: No, that's the noises of Danae having a sugar buzz. <laughs> oh my god, this is so good! That's Danae enjoying a candy bar.
1: That is the. Just so we're clear, the oh mint dark chocolate Kit Kat.
0: Mm, I love Kit Kats. I love. I love dark chocolate.
1: Is that just I, the mint?
0: It's. I love mint. It's
1: both. It's both. It's mint okay. on
0: top and on the sides, and on the bottom is dark chocolate. Got it. Oh boys, yummy. Oh no!
1: How's your turtle, Danae? How's your turtle tattoo? Oh, your turtle, your tattoo. It's,
0: tur-t- it's good. She's fine.
1: Uh, did you just get that? Yeah. No. Oh, I didn't. know She said that. that since oh, like high wow. school or something.
0: No, I think he's probably like. Are Why just, are you? I'm like, yeah. She's just showing her turtle
1: tattoo. Ah! <laughs> she's just like. <laughs> she's like, let <laughs> me hike down my jeans so you can see my tattoo. I also have a sunburn. Like I burnt my knees so bad.
0: When you were on vacation, because I guess
2: what I did the yeah I guess when I did the sunscreen my I must I was standing up and my bathing suit is just long enough that it covers my knees so like I guess I just didn't get them and didn't think about it and then I sat down and read for like an hour and mm. when I sat down my knees were exposed. <laughs> Jonathan, and so, yeah, reading so
0: in my Ding. imagination.
2: <laughs> and I'm Casper. The so very first thing sucks. I
0: imagined for your <laughs> swimsuit. It's one of those old timey swimsuits where it's like the whole body. No, no,
2: no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: where it goes no. down to your knees, and I don't know, <laughs> like why. a unitard. Like, <laughs> yeah,
2: like yeah, like you're making me think like if you watch uh, if you watch Evil Under the Sun, that's like Hercule Poirot's swimsuit, and that no, it's like the yeah, it's like the one piece. <laughs> right, no, it's like a unitard. Kind like, of, of mm-hmm.
0: course, that's not what it is, but in my mind, <laughs> no, I know. Wearing.
1: That would be above my knees, probably. <laughs> Let's get naked. 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 Naked.
0: <laughs> What's wrong with us? I don't know. Oh, my God.
1: You're the one showing all your hidden tattoos. Oh, your shirt says Bowie. I kept thinking your shirt said Bone. I
0: yeah. was very confused. but That's Now right.
2: I realize it says Bowie. My
0: shirt says Bone.
2: <laughs> well, there is a comic book called Bone, oh. so I don't know. Anyway, she just loves the sorry, TV Jared. show Bones. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. I don't have one. And I'm kind of weird about needles, but I've been wanting to get a tattoo. And I think what I'm going to do, my daughter's sign, the Chinese zodiac sign is the rabbit. So I think I'm hmm. going to go to a tattoo artist and just say rabbit in my daughter's name. What are you thinking? You know, Because I don't know how to design something. Dexter I, just
0: uh, sent me a picture of a tattoo that he got and it was amazing. So for me, yeah. I just like, I search for uh, Instagram for artists that I really like so that you yeah, can yeah, see yeah. styles that, that you really enjoy. And what the, the, the problem with that is that it's like, oh, you're in Russia. Oh, you're <laughs> in Mexico City. Oh, you're in Portland. Yeah. Okay, Portland's closer. Okay, we're, we're <laughs> heading in the right direction. But I don't know that I'm going to find one close to me yeah. that I'm going to enjoy because there's a specific style that I'm looking for. I, I really gotcha. wanted to have color for a long time, but then after watching so many of my like so many different shows over the years. I want a black and white so that it yeah lasts um, for the next however long I have. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully I'll be like a really cool badass tattoo when I'm 90 and I can show my back piece to my hey. grandchildren and be like, yeah, I got this back in 2022. Don't get
1: scared. Granny's about to take her shirt off, but I need you to you know, see like, something. It's just layers and layers of
0: wrinkly skin. <laughs>
1: It's about time for me. I'm going to get a tattoo, a uh, wedding ring tattoo, since my wedding ring broke. Um, and I've been cautioned over and over again about how painful that's going to be. And I don't know. I just, I kind of like it. Uh, I'm, it's worth the pain. So i go through it. Aaron, you heard it here. Oh, oh, Aaron E-R- likes R-O-P. BDM.
2: B- is it BDM? BDSM? BSDM? Is that what it is? B-D-S-M. BDSM? Is that the bondage? What is that? Bondage? Slapping. <laughs>
1: Slapping. Dildos. Music. <laughs> bondage bondage what did you bondage slapping dildos (laughs) and music yesterday that is you got it that's BDSM right there
0: (laughs) I had multiple partners with average sized penises and I for one would like for them to stop being like penis size is important it's like no it's how you use it I
2: don't know but like I hear those jokes I don't think about like I don't know I'm offended
0: as a non-male I just think
2: they're I think they're lame. I just think at this point, like, let's try something new. What is average size, by the way? <laughs> I have no idea. You can, you I have can no Google idea it. what my you size is. It, uh, I don't sure want you can Google it, Jonathan. I'm sure you can find out the info. I don't want
1: to. I just love that you think one of us knows, Ooh. like, off the top of our heads what well, average Danae genital size is. to talk about multiple boyfriends. I want to guess. Average, oh, so. I know
0: my average. Yeah, I keep a chart. I think it's like a four. I think it's in a four range. Three and a half, somewhere in there. I don't know.
1: The average flaccid penis in the U.S. is three and a half inches. So. Okay. Well, then we were right. We were dead on. I felt
2: the, My favorite thing about Sin Week was finding out that part of the drinking game would be Jonathan gets grossed out by the most normal <laughs> human behavior. <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I got an...
2: I was like, why do people know me this well? I
0: got an email with the bingo suggestions.
2: Oh, it was bingo. No, yeah, fine. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh Jonathan's, Jonathan says I'm kidding slash taking back a joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyone says something doesn't age well. Mm-hmm. Anyone references an old TV show not being sinned. <laughs> uh Danae doesn't have her notes ready. Aaron mentions kids. Oh, anyone mentions kids. Anyone mentions Twitter. Aaron brings up one of his weird habits. <laughs> Dene says she's hungry. <laughs> Jonathan Jonathan brings up it being a me thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, what was that? Jonathan was says that something's one? a me thing. This is That's probably a me thing. You say
0: this is probably just a me thing, but another one is um, anyone mentions Chris, Barrett, or Jeremy? Uh, anyone mentions <laughs> Springfield, Republic, or Nashville? <laughs> Aaron mentions Republic. being more prepared than Danae. Mm -hmm. Denae mentions puppets, or Denae reads thoughts from the A-team. Those would be fun fun bingo additions. By the way,
2: somebody just tweeted, too, about—it might have been Metcast, but it was a tweet about, like, how we prepare, and it was, like, Aaron, like, hour and a half or something. Denae, like, 20 minutes before, if at all— Jonathan just remembers. That is not true, by the way.
1: I would wager. Probably, I would I'd wager probably prep somewhere in between the two of them. I would wager Jonathan preps more than either Danae or I. I would I would put I would put money on that you spend more time preparing um, than Danae and I do.
2: I rewatch. I, I rewatch the videos. I mean if I if I've already seen them even, I mean I do watch them already
1: ahead of me. <laughs> All right, let's do it.
0: Let's do it. Hey, before we get started.
1: Sure, Danae. What's on your mind?
0: How many uh labels do you guys want for return ad- on for, for return labels for Sins?
1: Whatever a normal amount that
0: you Yeah, send give me a normal and- amount as well.
1: Whatever the average label size and girth is, just uh send me that. <laughs> <laughs> I got Jonathan. I got him Wait, good. Wait. <laughs> isn't isn't girth different though than length? <laughs> yes, it is. That's why I, that's why I said it. So now no, we got to yeah. find out what the average girth is. <laughs> okay. I- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, did we find out the average three erect size too? And I just wasn't listening.
1: It's actually, actually, the chart that I finally pulled up said five point three. So, oh well, that's not six. No, that's not six. That's that's five point three. So three and a half and five point three is the average. That makes sense. That
2: makes more sense because at the average velocity, is, I mean, you're not doubling. No, you're not dick doubling.
3: No,
0: dick double, double the dick, double the fun. <laughs>